1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers will get a crack at holders Celtic If they can get past Aberdeen in the Scottish Cup Partick Thistle live to fight another day After drawing with Hearts And will Scott Sinclair stay at Celtic Beyond the end of the season I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Roger Hanna Well after a few hectic midweeks Since the winter break Gordon it feels almost as if We're getting a little breather this midweek No live football to Friday night But once we get to the weekend Wow Rangers away at Hibernian and then Neil Lennon back at Celtic Park and who's visiting but Aberdeen and will Scott Sinclair have a new Celtic deal by then? Yeah, looking forward to a big week, Gordon. Looking forward to Saturday, Aberdeen come to Glasgow Saturday and Tuesday for two massive games. They kick off against Celtic at Celtic Park and then they go to Ibrox. So a big uh, week coming up for Aberdeen the Cup. Obviously, Partick Thistle go to Tynecastle to see who gets Inverness in the semi-final. Uh, did very well last night to get a replay out of it because first-half performances were absolutely shocking. Uh, so, a lot to talk about. And uh, Scott Sinclair, well, I've always sang his praises. I think he's a very, very important player for Celtic. I'm sure Celtic want him to stay. Don't be shy. 0141-951-1025. Get your calls in nice and early. And we're also on Twitter, at Clyde SSB. You were both just telling me you were glued to your, your television screens last night for the, the Scottish Cup draw. We've got a couple of differences to settle first in the, the shape of replays, Roger. But at the moment... Partick Thistle or Hearts against Inverness and Aberdeen or Rangers against Celtic ties to be played in the weekend 13th or 14th of April Yeah and I was speaking to Daz about this off here um, Thistle they got back into the game last night they should have been away you know Hearts could have been 3 or 4 up at half time but once Thistle equalised you feel Partick's best chance of reaching the semi-final was in those last 15 minutes last night you have to feel their chances gone Hearts should be massive favourites at Tynecastle next Tuesday night to go through against Inverness. But what about the other quarter final replay? A week tonight at Ibrox, Rangers against Aberdeen. Gordon, they'll meet seven times this season. First time since 1979-80. The two of them have met seven times in the one season. The prize, a meeting with Celtic in the semi-final and the chance to disrupt a treble, treble. I mean, Gordon, the, the, the showpiece final, if you like, for, for people in this city would have been Rangers against Celtic, Celtic mm. against Rangers. That obviously won't happen. You've now got a situation that if Rangers get past Aberdeen and get Celtic in the semi-final, they're going to have played them pre-split just before that. Then they'll play and then they, they, you know, they could meet each other three times in the space of just a few weeks. Yeah, but it's all exciting, Gordon. They're playing for um, a place to play Celtic in the semi-final of the Scottish Cup, which is massive. I think that looking at the draw, uh, the winners will come from there. I don't. Uh, after look, watching Hearts and Partick last night and Inverness at the weekend, no disrespect, um, one of them will get to the final and they'll enjoy it. But the winners definitely of the Scottish mm. Cup will come from that group above. I'm glad you got that out of the way because definitely. we're going to be what definitely one million percent. We're going to be speaking to someone from the Partick Thistle camp on the phone a bit later on. So I'm glad that you got that out of the way before he comes on. Yeah, I'll tell him. You tell, oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I'm one of these guys. I tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. 01419511025. Get your calls in. We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Um, here's an interesting one to kick us off, Roger. Will Scott Sinclair stay at Celtic beyond the end of the season? Should he stay at Celtic 
Beyond the end of the season You tell us On the phones Because his, his contract Is up At the end of the campaign Roger um, Stories appearing in, in your newspaper Amongst others This morning That he essentially is Waiting To, to, to find out What his future will hold Did he deserve To extend his stay? Yeah I, I would think so Scott Sinclair You know it's, it's a strange player He scored An incredible amount of goals For a wide player Since he's been at Celtic He was player of the year in his first season at Celtic The situation now is His contract expires this summer Celtic hold a clause That would allow they, they could invoke And extend his stay by another season I don't think Scott can invoke the clause himself He's now waiting to hear from the club About their intentions There is a date by which Celtic have to inform him As to whether or not they will invoke that clause Otherwise he will be free to speak to other clubs About a potential return down south But I think this summer there will be big changes at Celtic. The loan players will go. A number of -of out-of-contract players will go. There are bound to be other fringe players who will go to other clubs. And whether the manager is Neil Lennon, and I suspect it will be, or whether Celtic go another way and appoint a different permanent manager, I would think a player like Scott Sinclair is one you would want to nail down for next season when you're going to have to be changing so many other positions in the team, Gordon. Do you agree or disagree with Rogers taking that? Let us know. 0141 951 1025. Should Scott Sinclair stay beyond the end of the season? Should Celtic offer him a new deal or not? You tell us. 0141 951 1025. Yeah, I would offer him a new deal, certainly. I know he went through a sticky patch where a lot of Celtic fans weren't happy with his form. This is a guy who... His first year, one player a year, He's, he was absolutely terrific. He had a dip in form, uh, but I always believed that it was just a case of getting his confidence back, Gordon. Everybody, every player went through that, and I think he's had a very, very good season. He brings a lot to Celtic, his movement, you know, he creates goals, he scores goals. I think he's got everything in his locker. I think he's a big player for Celtic, and if I was uh, involved with Celtic Football Club, I would certainly do everything I could mm. To tie him down in New Deal I mean he'll be a high earner Roger um, I, I don't know how much that comes into it I'm assuming if You look at his contribution In a football sense First and foremost Yeah, yeah I think you would have to look at From a football sense You know there, there are a lot of high earners At the football club And you have to Put into context Their value to the club Scott Sinclair's value to the club Has been enormous He scored big goals in big games And you wonder By keeping him By invoking the clause And keeping him for next season How much are the likes of Lewis Morgan and Michael Johnson Going to learn From Scott Sinclair Because you would think Morgan or Johnson Is going to be the heir apparent To Sinclair So Whether it's Neil Lennon Or somebody else They must now make a decision Are either Morgan or Johnson Ready to start Become starters for Celtic Next season Or would they benefit From another season Watching Scott Sinclair Maybe deputising now and again For Scott Sinclair and then taking over the mantle from Scott Sinclair in the summer of 2020. Okay, whilst we're waiting for your calls to come in on the future of Scott Sinclair, let's hear from Scott Brown. He says Neil Lennon is calmer than he was in his first spell in charge. He says the squad's going to do all all it can to give him a good chance of getting the job. Adamant though they won't use Brendan Rodgers' departure as an excuse, says it's business as usual. People could use that as an excuse, but for us, it's a game every three, four days for us. I know we've got this week off now, so it's kind of chill, recover, rest, and we go again. And it's going to be a hard game for us against Aberdeen coming up, but we'll we'll focus on that and we'll work how we're going to play against Aberdeen. The gaffer knows the club inside and out, and he's been fantastic for me 
when he first came in and he's been fantastic for me now so as long as we keep winning we'll give him that opportunity to maybe get the chance Do you see any difference in him second time around Scott? Yeah he's a wee bit older <laughs> uh, He's more chilled out as well He's not a ranter and raver as much and he focuses on training and tactics and how we can play and how we can break down teams so no it's good it's good that he's He's involving as well and he wants to play the same kind of football as we did underneath Brendan and he just wants us to push on from there. Yeah, John Kennedy and Damien. For me, John Kennedy's a manager in the making. He's fantastic. He, what he does day in, day out and the way he wants to play football and he's learned underneath a couple of fantastic managers. So I'm sure he'll be learning a lot more as well. The number you need to have your say on Scott Sinclair's future is 01419511025. Uh, Gazzarino's on Twitter at Clyde SSB. He says Scott Sinclair will be out the door. He must be in £35,000 a week. Celtic won't entertain renewing that. Morgan and Shved uh, to come in. I don't know if it's quite that much, Roger. I know it'll be a lot. I don't know for sure if it's that much. What do you make of Gazzarino's take on it? Well, everybody's entitled to their opinion. And maybe he will be right. Maybe Lewis Morgan and Marianne Shved and Michael Johnson are going to be the players going forward for Celtic in the wide areas next season. James Forrest will be first choice, obviously, but to give whoever the manager is options, maybe they are going to be the options. I just have a feeling in a summer where Celtic could be losing 10, 11, 12 players, guys who are out of contract, guys who are there on loan at the minute. I don't think they'll want to have any more of a turnover than they have to have. Um, it is only one more season for Sinclair. I would tend to think Sinclair would stay But listen, I've been wrong before And I'll definitely be wrong again, Gordon Kevin's in the Gorbals What do you think, Kevin? Hello, Farrell Hi, Kevin Oh, no, I think um, Obviously, I've got two points But obviously, the Sinclair um, I think we should uh, certainly sign him up For another couple of years Do you know what I mean? I realise he had a bad second season And uh, he said himself, and I, I tend to believe him, that um, defenders of the other um, teams in Scotland kind of worked out his style. Do you know what I mean? They couldn't, they couldn't deal with him in the first season, and then he kind of worked out his style. So he's, I've noticed that I'm changing things up a wee bit, his positions and stuff. And um, just over the last couple of months alone, you could see that he's he's back to, back to his best. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it would be madness not to I agree with you Kevin I think he forms a good partnership with Tierney down that left hand side he makes uh, if you watch him he makes some terrific runs off the ball he does a lot of work off the ball takes defenders away leaves space for other people to to move into um, and the one thing for a wide man in Celtic I've got a luxury of this just now before is he scores goals and um, you can't really say that you know, he's not had a good season. He's had a very good season. Um, and I think he'd be an important player with his experience as well uh, to keep at the club. I mean, Roger Hanna, you look at the goal tally and I appreciate that's not everything, but it's clearly quite important. He's got uh, 17 so far this season. He got 18 in the last season and in his first season, uh, that was, you know, the, the season he got all the Player of the Year awards. He got, he got 25. He could very well end up with that total or more this season. Yeah, I mean, and you average it out. You're looking at a 20 goal a season winger. Um, most strikers would have your hand off for 20 goals a season. Uh, his contribution for Celtic has been fantastic. It did cost a lot of money when he arrived, a lot of money for the Premier League in Scotland. He cost a lot of wages in comparison to the average player in the Premiership in Scotland. But I, I tend to believe he's delivered for Celtic. 
He's not an old man I've no reason to believe He couldn't deliver again Next season for Celtic And it's going to be An interesting situation Because Who makes the call? There is a date Coming up By what time Celtic have to tell Sinclair one way or the other Whether they're going to Use that clause What, and what is that date? Do we, is I, that, is that not, for public I, consumption? I'm not sure As I believe it's before The end of the current season though, In order to allow Scott To make you know, potentially make plans for next season. Um, so, who makes that call when there's no permanent manager? Do they consult Neil Lennon? Um, is a decision taken by other people? It's a, it's a strange situation for Celtic at the minute. Um, I don't think they'll want to add to any more uncertainty than already mm. is around the football department. That's why I think he'll stay. Having said that, if players like Marion Shved were signed without. Presumably without the say-so Or without much knowledge Much input from the previous manager I think we're allowed to name him It depends who you speak to on the phones But Brendan Rodgers The infamous press conference Where he said You know I didn't know much about Marion Ferry was being signed Is there not a structure in place Where the decision can be made On Scott Sinclair Regardless of well, who's, yeah, who the new manager is going to be Listen, you're comparing different things here Marion Sved's a young man He would be one who would be targeted by the recruitment department um, He's not one for the here and now He's already been loaned back to Carpathi. Um He is a long-term project uh, I think everyone at Celtic has agreed on that Scott Sinclair is a here and now player Scott Sinclair, when he's on form Will be one of the first names on the Celtic team sheet um, It'll be fascinating to see if he remains One of the first names on the team sheet I think, you know, in a summer when Bayata's going to go, Benkovic clearly is going to go, Lustig perhaps is going to go, the likes of Gamboa, Izagiri will go, the lone strikers, Burke and Weir will go, there might be some French players going as well, I'm sure, and among all of that, there'll be ones I've missed, and that's before you consider any potential big money bids for a Tierney, or a McGregor, mm. or a, you know, a player of that quality. I don't think Celtic will want to lose too many players I think they might be keen and Sinclair to stay for one more year Bit of a mixed bag on Twitter Johnny says I doubt Sinclair will want to stay He's done well but he'll have a chance at a good payday As the guy just mentioned Shved's coming and remember Arzani too That is an 18 month loan of mm. course um, Scotty wants to give Scott Sinclair a four year deal Says he's been superb for us uh, And Jamie says keep him for next year So stick on every Celtic fan I know Yeah one bad year um, But put up with a lot in that year He's showing his true self again Says Jamie um, Laurie is a Celtic fan in line What do you make of it Laurie? I'll tell you what I think uh, Gordon uh, First and foremost It's the first opportunity I've had uh, To be in the show Since Brendan Rodgers' departure last week And you will know Gordon uh, I have stated many times Over the last couple of years that unlike most of my fellow Celtic fans, I never felt that Brendan Rodgers was going to be here for the duration. I had told you repeatedly that Celtic Park would prove to be a mere pit stop in Brendan Rodgers' managerial journey, and I don't get any satisfaction in saying that, uh, uh, you know, I was proven uh, correct. Uh, what I think about Brendan Rodgers is, uh, and Celtic, and the current situation, uh, where players without a contract, loanees, etc., I would fully expect Brendan Rodgers to plunder Celtic uh, after the end of this season. One of them is a certainty, Benkovic, who has a loan E from Leicester. He knows what he's capable of doing. I think he'll recall him. And I think he will also uh, sign uh, Boyata, uh, who's out of contract in the summer, and he will see them uh, as a partnership to replace veterans like Wes Morgan and Johnny Evans uh, and uh, down south. There's every possibility... I think that Harry Maguire can move on. 
But anyway, that's an epilogue. What we're, uh, you know, where Brendan Rodgers is concerned. Uh, you know, Celtic as a club, despite Brendan Rodgers' departure, is uninterrupted and unabridged and has been since 1888. So the show goes on. Uh, but uh, I think there will be wholesale uh, changes there. Uh, what I would uh, like to, to do is ask the panel, uh, what circumstances at this, uh, by, by at the end of the season, would, would they perceive whereby uh, Neil, uh, Neil Lennon rather uh, is not offered the Celtic job? Gone deal. Well, I think that um, if Neil Lennon continues and wins the league and obviously semi-final Scottish Cup against Rangers or Aberdeen, I think he's a stick-on for the job. I really do. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what he feels about you know, the players coming and going. I do agree with Laurie. I think that Brendan Rodgers will have one eye on Celtic Park by transfers because he's obviously going to spend. He's got a big, uh, big, big budget down there, Gordon. Uh, he's been promised that. And he'll certainly come back because he knows Benkovic will go back to Leicester. Bayata, I think he's a big fan of his. And I think he'll try a cheeky couple of bids for one or two others because uh, he knows them, mm. he's worked with them and he knows what they're capable of. Thank you to Laurie on the line. It's 0141-951-1025 if you want to join in tonight. We're going to talk Alfredo Morelos after the travel with Amber. Does he play against Aberdeen in the replay and risk the booking which would see him miss any semi-final against Celtic? Or does he not play and risk Rangers getting put out and then we don't have to even discuss that anyway? You tell us 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Win the compensation you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. It's Gordon DL and Roger Hanna here with me, Gordon Duncan, and tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Give us a call if you want to get involved. If you would rather tweet, you can do that at Clyde SSB. Um, let's talk Rangers. Alfredo Morelos, Roger. He's in that situation where if he plays in the replay against Aberdeen next week and gets booked, he would miss. A potential semi-final against Celtic Rangers need to get there first though So is there a debate as to whether he plays against Aberdeen or not? No, he plays the game He definitely plays the game um, Stephen Gerrard will <laughs> And um, good luck to Stephen Gerrard with this one We'll have to explain to Alfredo The significance of a booking against Aberdeen That if Rangers win the game And set up a semi-final against Celtic A booking would rule him out um, so far, Stephen Gerrard's attempts at quelling the indiscipline within the player haven't worked brilliantly. Three sendings off against Aberdeen this season already. The game at Petodre last week, booked for diving. I mean, there's a suggestion he could well have been sent off again for a little fly kick at Andrew Considine in the game. Wasn't a lot in that, though, was there? Listen, mm. no, I've seen players booked for that in the past, Gordon. Booked, yeah, I suppose, that the second year. Yeah, game, take your point. so... You know, it does not seem to be learning lessons of earlier in the season. So he will play in the game. Don't be surprised if he gets booked in the game. It doesn't even have to be about indiscipline, Gordon, because you can pick up a booking really easily. Any player can pick up a booking very easily. Mm -hmm. With that in mind, is there a question mark for you, or do you have to, you know, cross that bridge when you come to You've it? You've got so to, to cross the bridge when you come to it, Gordon. You've got to trust your players. It's the most important game. There's no point leaving them out and then you end up losing the game. You've got to play him. You've got to put your trust in him. It's very hard to do that. But he's a centre forward. He likes a, he likes a battle. He likes a tussle with McKenna. Uh, but he's just got to try and be disciplined for 90 plus minutes. 
and realise what he's playing for because he's letting everybody and, down. And he's and a big, big player it, for him. He'll have to play that. As we spoke in this show a couple of weeks ago about Stephen Naismith, and I think he used the phrase, I don't think there's another team in the league who are so reliant on one player. You know, when Naismith was out, the Hearts team injured the last time. I think they only won one game in nine, and unfortunately, it looks as if he's injured again just now. But it's getting to the stage where Rangers, that worth Morelos, they're a real threat. Without Morelos, they're only a shadow of the threat they carry to other teams. I mean, they were a threat at Hamilton, but I suppose that's a very different test. You want to begin. You want to begin. And if you beat Aberdeen, you want to get to the semi-final against Celtic with your yeah, best player, Morelos. And I take your point about Hamilton, um, and they looked very comfortable. Uh, didn't miss him. But I certainly think against Celtic, mm. it's a completely different game. Of course, Aberdeen have their own troubles. Sam Cosgrove is suspended. He won't be able to play in the replay already. Uh, let's get the thoughts on the phone lines. John's a Rangers fan. What do you make of it, John? Hi, Gordon. Gordon and Hi, John. Excuse me. <coughs> Roger. Hi, John. Uh, I've got a couple of points. Obviously, the first point is 100% that he's got to play. 100%. The second point, uh, Rangers, I've seen tonight again, and they see a bit in the, the papers tonight, and obviously during the day. Uh, obviously, I think you will go in the summer, but in my opinion, the minimum is going to start at twenty million for Morelos. Twenty million. And my third point is, also, obviously, Gordon has not been on Androgers since Sunday. I watched the game I, again, and the, there was a few naughty tackles again. But this guy's shinny's going to be my mother. That tackle in Scott Arfield on Sunday was another naughty, naughty tackle. He's he's been he's laid the boot in a few times over the years, shinny. And he's the first person, I remember when Ryan Jack was sent off, like, he's the first person who went to the referee to get him sent off. And, uh, the thing when Ryan Jack went through, was it Stevie May? Stevie May, yeah. Aye. And he's the first person to run to the referee. And I watched him on Sunday. He, he's very, he's not a bad player, by the way, but he's very squeaky. But if you look at his right boot, his right boot is right inside the, the calf, Scott Arfield. It was a naughty tackle. Alright let's start with the, the third point first If that makes sense then That was the most recent one Graham Shinney's tackle um, Well first of all John I have to congratulate you I haven't heard the word sleek it For yep. many a year It's a fantastic descriptive word, word. Um, Graham Shinney's one of these players Who opposition fans don't like But if he was in your team You'd absolutely love him but Just because of the style And you know the way he plays um, He leads Aberdeen from the front not the most gifted footballer in the world. I think John's quite right. But for what he does, he does well for Aberdeen. Um, the tackle the other day, listen, it didn't bother me too much. I think um, I, I think the lad McLennan was very fortunate not to get a second booking when he tried to take out Candace down in front of the dugouts. Um, I think he's very fortunate he wasn't pulled back after the Rangers attack, petered out for offside. Um, I think Cosgrove, who misses the game, as you say, mm-hmm. Because of the booking that he got for the high arm Could also have been off because Morelos correctly booked for diving McLennan correctly booked for diving I thought Cosgrove should have been booked for diving as well in the game um, So I think both McLennan and Cosgrove Had more reason to be sent off than Shinny um, He's limited I quite like Shinny in a Scottish Premiership context I'm sorry Roger I wouldn't have him anywhere near my team well, I don't, Just I don't to be clear though, We're not debating all. whether he's a player or no. not I'm asking you if he should have been sent off um, no, I don't think he should You think um, yellow was sufficient? Yeah, yeah I do um, It was a physical game Aberdeen made it a physical game That's the way they went about their business um, It wasn't the greatest football game I've ever watched I must admit um, But I think Rangers will be happy to get them back at uh, 
you know, Ibrooks. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen Gerrard moaned about the pitch, so uh, Ibrooks pitch will be perfect, so there'll be no excuses there. And I do fancy Rangers to do the job on them next week. But Shinny for me is one of these guys that just he, he wants to be the centre of everything. You know, he puts himself into positions he shouldn't. Um, I think um, John's right about you know every decision he's in the referee's face because um, he's captain. And at one point, I think he was the most booked player. In Scotland, but I think Young Ferguson this year's taking that mantle. You've so been well. listening to beat the pundit. No, I haven't. I'm just doing my <laughs> research. Well, I, I mean, I, 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 what's I interesting was for, for John Roger, I was going to say. I mean, the internet is abound with rumours that Graham Shinney could be a Rangers player in the future. I'm just wondering if you would have to change your opinion, John. I mean, I mean, Gordon, that, that rumour's been about that rumour's been about a couple of years ago. A few people were going to. The boy went to Norwich. I get told he was he was a certainty sign for Rangers. Kenny McLean. Aye, he was a certainty sign for Rangers. And see, while I'm on talking about Morelos, I would like to think that the Rangers, the Rangers back, the, the, the staff are doing their homework and a new centre forward. That's what I would like because I mean, they go, they go Morelos for was that a million pound they signed for. Mm-hmm. I would like to think that at the moment, I think he's a certainty to go in the summer. I think there's no well, doubt about that. The right money comes, it'll they, go. They, cer- they certainly have been doing their homework. One of the guys they looked at was a guy called Carlin Ahern Grant who was coming out of contract at Charlton, scored about 15 goals in the first half of the season for Charlton. They were looking to get him on a pre-contract. And of course, as, as bad luck would have it for Rangers, Huddersfield Town came in and transferred deadline day in England and paid £2 million to get the lad there and then. So he was one that they wanted as a potential replacement for Morelos. I'm pretty sure they'll have at least another two or three on a list that they can activate as and when Morelos goes. Because I agree with you, I think Morelos will be sold this summer. I mean, you're seeing was it a Sky Sports report, Roger, today. I noticed Borussia Dortmund was the name, the latest to be linked. Anything in that one for you? Um, I've spoken to people in Germany today. I think they're looking, maybe this is going to sound ridiculous, Gordon, but somebody maybe more physical than Alfredo Morelos, you know, like a, a taller, more orthodox number nine to play next season. So I'm not so sure... That he is high up their list of priorities There will be plenty of clubs though Because there have been plenty of clubs in the past Who have looked at them The likes of Bordeaux The likes of Nice The Chinese clubs of course um, I think there's maybe been interest in Turkey in the past as well And Stuart Robertson has now set the bar At £20 million He's told the conference of Oceanic Rangers supporters over in New Zealand That Rangers rate Morelos at the same level Celtic rated Moussa Dembele Celtic at £20 million from Leon. That's now what Rangers mm. want for Morelos This valuation of Morelos debate will not go away So give us your thoughts 01419511025 on Twitter uh, Snooker Lupi was also on saying Alfredo will play in both games the Next subject Let's talk about the £25 million move to Dortmund in the summer He does put a wee laughing emoji <laughs> next to it So um, don't know if it's tongue in cheek or not Joe Warrell says he's hoping the goal against Aberdeen Will be seen as a season saving goal After forcing a replay He does say though the league isn't over With 8 points separating the top 2 And believes that uh, Stephen Gerrard has shown faith in him after his mistake against Kilmarnock. Yeah, it's massive. The gaffer echoed at half time that we weren't good enough and we needed to win the second half to save our season, kind of thing, because when we've got to stay in the cup, Aberdeen's a tough place to come. We knew they were going to throw everything they had and um, they're a big physical side. But yeah, we've they've got to come to Ibrox now and beat us to get through. It's important that we stay in this cup competition as long as we can. We've just got to keep picking up wins. And keep the momentum going because let's not kid ourselves, the league's not over yet. 
we've still got games to come, still got to play Celtic, so points will be won and lost in between then, so we've just got to keep momentum going. It's something that I definitely need to, to improve on, getting a bit more space for myself in the opposition box, but no, it's, it's the first, so um, they say they come along like buses, so let's hope I get another. You did go through a tough time after that commander game. Do you feel that you've emerged stronger? It's one of them things. People make mistakes, and I'm man enough and I'm big enough to get on with it. Thankfully, the manager stuck with me, so I hope that I'm repaying him with my performances now. Andy's a Rangers fan on the line. Hi, Andy. Hi, yeah. Um, what I kind of covered my point um, just a couple of minutes ago there. Um, the, the reports in the Scottish Sun and all over the internet about Dortmund and Leicester City. Been interesting. It was just this. Ask if there was any rumours in that He's obviously answered that question But I also agree with my fellow Rangers uh, fan That was on Saying the valuation of Morelos Should be uh, a minimum of 20 million quid I would want to see what the panel think of that If they think the valuation of a 20 million pound is, is correct Or it's no Because I think he's done He's doing as well as Dumbelli I know he's not been scoring in the Champions League Because Rangers have not been in the Champions League But who's to say when they scored in the Champions League If they were there so just to see what they're thinking The valuation, the true valuation I, I certainly, since he walked into Ibrox I certainly think he's improved uh, Massively um, The big question mark is Scoring against Celtic as usual And stuff like that um, It's what a club's prepared to pay for you Gordon You can put a price tag on someone Roger said there, you know They're looking at 20 million There will be guys out there uh, There will be clubs out there Obviously monitoring his, you know, his performances His forum, his goals the way he's playing just now, he's been terrific. Uh, the big, the big one for me is, you know, the temperament. Clubs may get just get put off a little bit with that because you're not telling me Steven Gerrard's not at him day in day out to say, look, we can't have you sitting in the stand. You've got to, you know, have discipline. To be fair, though, there are a lot of players across world football who who live on the edge in that way and still yeah. get these big moves. It does. It never seems to to be yeah, a factor. In, in terms of Andy's question about the valuation, it's not my valuation. It's not Gordon's valuation. Mm-hmm. It's Rangers' valuation of the player, and it, it sounds an awful lot of money to people up here. But look at the English Premier League and the big leagues across Europe. Bournemouth last summer paid £20 million for Nathan Ake, a centre-half who played half a dozen games for Chelsea. You know, Leicester, that Brendan Rodgers has just gone and joined, signed James Madison for £22 million last summer. The lad had never played a game in the English Premier League. Mm-hmm. He had a good run of games for Norwich. He'd done well up here at Aberdeen. He did a few games for Coventry. You know, they're paying £20 million willy-nilly for players. Almost... Just to, you know, back up for, for, for back up. The good thing is, though, between six and eight on a Tuesday night, it is your evaluation of uh, your evaluation of Alfredo Morelos. How does how do the comparisons with Musa Dembele stack up? Because these it's always difficult. You're comparing guys that have played that you know, as uh, Andy's just disappeared. Andy mentions Dembele has scored in the Champions League, Morelos hasn't. But you know, Dembele played in the the English Championship prior to coming up here. Morelos played in Finland, so there's lots of different factors feed in to these comparisons. I think I think Morelos is still to go when he goes, and he'll probably will go um, maybe in the summer from Rangers, and he's got to go and prove 
that he is a top, top striker. One thing, the lad this season has been absolutely brilliant, Gordon, you've got to say. Some of his goals and he's prepared to fight the battle and work hard for a team. He's got everything there to be a top player. But he's got to then go from here mm-hmm. to, say it's England, down to the Premier League where it's completely different and prove that he is a top player. Yeah. I think Dembele does that going over to Leon. He can score goals. He's done it in the Champions League. I think Morelis is going and to do so it. So to put you on the spot then, is he worth more or less or the same as Dembele? You've put me right in the spot here. Yep. Whatever a team pays for. Oh, him, come on. But Gordon, every season Moussa Dembele was here, Celtic won the league. Right? Every year Morelos has been here, Celtic won the league. So that would suggest to me that Celtic have a stronger squad. So Moussa Dembele here was playing with better players. So that makes him look good. You know, Morelos is doing what he's doing with players, with a squad that's not as good as the squad that was making Dembele look good. So it, it is quite difficult to compare and contrast. You know, what would, if you're t- taking Mar- Dembele out that Celtic team and put Morelos into that Celtic team, he'd probably have scored even more goals than he's scoring just now. So that why that's why, you know, it makes it difficult to compare the two. As Dan says, though, any player at all is only worth what somebody's going to pay for them. 01419511025. We're going to look a bit more at the Scottish Cup draw after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. It's Roger Hanna and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Give us a call if you want involved, uh, or you can send us a tweet. At Clyde SSB uh, I mean never let it be said That we don't get a wide range of opinions On any subject Derek is on saying Surely these folk claiming Morelos is worth 20 million Are at the wind up And Stephen replies straight away saying Don't think we'll get more than 12 or 13 But can see why people think he's worth that Not that we will get it He says 01419511025 We've got evaluations coming in at, at 5 million We've got some coming in at 25 million that is uh, the world that we live in. There we go. 01419511025. Let's take a look back on last night's cup action. We told you the draw at the top of the show. Partick Thistle or Hearts taking on Inverness Cali Thistle. That's because Partick Thistle and Hearts drew one all um, at Firhill last night. Pleased to say we're joined on the line by Partick Thistle defender Stephen Saunders. Stephen, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. I think the biggest question, Stephen, is how long does it take a defender to recover from 90 minutes up against Uchi Piazzu? <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling the effects today, definitely. That's, that's one of the toughest fights I've had in a, a good while. Well, was it really? I mean, you're watching on TV, it looks like he's such a handful. What is it like to, to, to play against him? <laughs> we, we watched highlights on him, and he looks massive. And obviously, when I was at Livingston at the start of the season, it was. He was walking about and you can see the size of him, but when you actually play against him, he's bigger than what you think. <laughs> uh, overall, though, you must be delighted, Stephen, particularly at half-time. You had been right up against it in the first half. You're still on the tie. You've earned yourself a replay. How do you look back on it? It's a good result for us. When you, you can you take into consideration the first half, I don't think they had many chances in the first half, but they had all the possession. They put the ball in the box a lot. We had to defend pretty deep, but... In the second half we changed and sort of pressed a bit higher up And we got the rewards for it later on again You can see why people would say Stephen That that was Thistle's chance And now to go to Tynecastle and try and do it would be much more difficult Where are, where are the belief levels that you can go there and cause a, a shock? Yeah I think the belief is there for us Because I think we can go and play much better than what we did last night Even in the second half we, we played well But there's still more for us to give And I think 
we know the way Hearts play and they are pretty direct. So hopefully, if we go and actually try and play a bit more football and be a bit more confident on the ball, we could get a result. Stephen, it's Roger Hanna here. Has there been more confidence about the squad since you were brought in? Stephen Anderson's come in, Scott McDonald's come in as well. A lot more experience in the squad. Do you think your presence, Stephen's presence, Scott's presence, has that helped a lot of the talented young lads? I'm thinking, you know, the likes of young Aidan Fitzpatrick, James Penrice, has it helped them in the last few weeks? I think the signings have, have been pretty mixed. We brought in Ali and Lewis, who are, who are young lads, and trying to make their way in the game. and then you've got me, Ando, and Gary Harkins, McDonald. The boys have played hundreds of games in, in higher league level, and I think it's a good mix in the squad now. We've got a little bit more experience in the back line. Maybe that that helps, but I think the full team's just got a lift in the way we're playing and the way the gaffer's got everybody playing. It. It's actually it's worked out pretty well so far. And it's, it's been quite a couple And I was up at Methyl that day And uh, the how, for Super Scoreboard The howling wind The plastic pitch I think you, you, you had to come off injured that day You looked as if you You should have come off injured last night Against Bigucci You've taken a, a few bangs and blows In this cup run Yeah I think I think the Playing for them back for me For, for eight months I was there Sort of set me up for the Methyl game Because Very similar uh, Circumstances there But Last night as you say It was, it was a battle And I, I actually really enjoyed it Forgive the cliche, Stephen, but it was a bit of a, a game of two halves. What did the the manager Gary Caldwell say at the break? Just to go out and be confident. He, he's massive on confidence and, and boys getting on the ball. When he likes to press, and I don't think in the first half we showed how good we are at actually pressing as a team. And in the second half, he changed a couple of things tactically, and it seemed to work for us. And we were a, a lot more on the ball when we didn't defend as, as deep. And a cup run like this, Stephen, is this, you know, is it a good distraction to have because the priority must be to stay in the championship to get yourself up to at least eighth, avoid any relegation playoff nonsense at the end of the season. So, you know, uh, the game against Hearts, potentially a semi-final against Inverness, does that, you know, help take minds off the league thing? And th- does it help confidence as well when you go back to the league matches? I think the the results we've had since January, I think it's only two losses since since what the third of January or something like that. So the confidence in, is there in the team, and obviously the cup run is good. But as you say, the priority is staying up in the league. Great stuff, Stephen Saunders. Thank you very much for joining us. The Partick Thistle defender clearly pleased with that uh, result last night. Gordon, um, I think let's be honest. I gave you a call on the way mm-hmm. home last night because we had watched the first half in here. You had watched it in uh, home, and uh, you know Hearts looked right at it. Looked like it was going to be a proper. Tough ask for Partick Thistle And all of a sudden Scoring the second half And the game completely flips Yeah I thought uh, To be honest And I'm glad Stephen's Hung the phone up there uh, No he's I, still here don't is he? I thought Partick were absolutely <laughs> dreadful First half Offered nothing uh, Second half As Stephen said The manager sometimes says Right look It's a cup tie We're losing Get there Be confident Be brave in the ball The improved second half And I thought they deserved Their equaliser the bit I'm a bit surprised, Gordon, is I think we'll all agree, and it could be a cup shot, but going back to Tynecastle, Hearts are massive favourites. I thought when Partick Thistle scored, I thought they should, should have been a bit more positive and went for it because they had home advantage. Mm. The support was behind them. They had everything going for them, but they seemed to settle for the replay, which I think was a mistake. It's 01419511025 to have your say. Craig is a Rangers fan in Cumbernauld. What's on your mind tonight, Craig? Oh, how you doing, Daniel? Hello. Um, oh, I tell you what's on my mind. Um, that draw yesterday for the, the Scottish Shot semi final. Honestly, when Rangers and Celtic are both in that draw, and there's only four balls left, it is the most predictable draw 
um, in the world. Because you look at it since 2015, that is, this will now be the fourth time, I think almost the fourth time in a row, that Rangers will have played Celtic should they get past Aberdeen in a semi-final. Um, now, I'm not afraid of playing Celtic because we have beaten them this season, uh, the last time we played them, so we know what can be done. Um, but I just think that, you know, it has to be, it may be a random draw, but I feel like that it might be a bit of a fix that the SFA don't want a Scottish Cup final between Rangers and Celtic because the the odds that you would continuously draw the same team every single year are pretty slim that that would happen. Um, I also think as well when you look at Rangers' run, you know, so far in the Cup, um, comparing that with Celtic's, it's been night and day. You know, Rangers, other than Cowdenbeath, if they go to Rugby Park and then a replay at Ibrox and, you know, play Kilmarnock, they then had to go to Petaudry at the weekend there play Aberdeen, that's now going to a he play. Should they get by that, the reward for that is to then play Celtic in the semi-final. Um, now, OK, if they get to the final, it'll be a slightly easier game. But I just think that, um, you know, in general, I wasn't very happy about the draw. And I don't think the Scottish Cup draw this season has been as kind as it could have been to Rangers. Um, I just wonder what the panel thought about I'm interested in the theory, Roger, that people don't want a Rangers or Celtic final because let's be honest, if you are in the marketing department at the Scottish FA or you are William Hill, the sponsors of the Cup Or you're the broadcasters You definitely want a Rangers That's and Celtic Cup final so. you definitely want I mean, I, I love these draw conspiracy theories There was a while there that Celtic supporters always used to say Rangers get a home draw I think Rangers had 10 or 11 successive home cup draws Just, just a freak run, run of draws um, And now Craig's on suggesting that you know It's Celtic that are getting the benefit of the draw um, I have the good fortune Once every year To be invited to do the draw for the Scottish Junior Cup Daz, you'll remember oh. your days there with Glen Afton yeah. you, you, you couldn't You never got me a home draw No I did not I tried to send you as far away as I possibly <laughs> could Up to Inverness or Aberdeen But um I've seen how these draws are done You couldn't fix them even if you tried I don't think Gordon So it is just pure coincidence The way the draw came out last night um, But what I will say is The good people at William Hill That sponsor the competition The good people at the SFA All the broadcast partners All the marketing Merchandising All of those people Would love nothing more Than an old fun cup final and listen, you can you can look through all the teams. Partick Thistle, a good example. We just you know heard from from Stephen Saunders, Roger, to, to get to the quarterfinals. So they've played Stranraer and East Fife. So there are there are so there are perceived easy routes out there if you want to go and look for them. And yeah, there are perceived. I, I, if it was I, I, at Motherwell last season, had to to knock out Aberdeen and Hearts yeah, and, and, and top flight teams all along I, the way. I think the one I always remember the year Gretna got to the final. Remember they lost to Hearts on penalties. I think it was two thousand and six. Maybe they got all the way to the final without playing a Premier League team. It was all lower league sides that got. I think the semi final was against Dundee at a time when Dundee were in what's now the Championship. They got all the way there without you know playing a single team from the top flight. So it is what they call the luck of the draw, not the conspiracy of the draw. The luck of the I don't draw. think anybody was complaining. I don't think Craig would have been complaining when Rangers got the draw against Cowdenbeath. But the minute Aberdeen comes into the equation and then it's, you know, the winners play Celtic, it's a fix. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Thanks to Craig on the line. I think it's time for this. Beat the pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday.
Here's one for the second hour of the show There are going to be some new rules coming into the game of football for next season We all love moaning about the rules So we're going to explain what they are And I'm wondering if you've got any suggestions for new rules that the game could look at for next season Roger Hanna, you've got your hand up as if this is the classroom Yeah, well, if I've got to start beat the pundit with (laughs) minus one Because I was last season's champion does that mean this season's champions in the four Scottish divisions should start next season on minus one point? I don't know, but I do know that you do still start Beat the Pundit on minus one and it's that time of the night. 01419511025 If you want to take on Gordon DL or Roger Hanna, give us a call right now. Be quick, you only have until the news at seven o'clock. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompsons.com Roger Hanna and Gordon DL here with me Gordon Duncan We've been talking Scott Sinclair We've been talking Alfredo Morelos uh, We've been talking Scottish Cup draw If you've got anything to add feel free And we're going to take it on a bit Though there are some new rules coming into the game at the start of next season Some I think will interest you Some you probably couldn't care less But we're going to explain what they are Then it's over to you A bit of creativity is what we're looking for If you could come up with one new rule for football Be serious if you can what would it be? 0141 We'll do that next. Beat the pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. Beat the pundit time. Roger minus one, Hannah or Gordon DL. One of them is taking on John from Hamilton. How are you tonight, John? I'm fine, thanks, Gordon. John's a Hamilton Ackies fan. So, I mean, if this lands on tails, we've got a Lanarkshire derby here. You're a big Motherwell fan, John, the Ackies fan. Mm. I know the real deal's coming up in a couple of weeks, but this could be the, the warm up. Mm-hmm. Do, do you want me to fix it or will I just toss the coin? Toss your coin, please. Right, I think okay. it's only fair. Right, I would, I would never fix it anyway, by the way. Just this is not this is not the Scottish Cup draw. I'll come back to the previous <laughs> caller. But uh, heads is going to be Roger minus one, Hannah, and tails, Gordon DL. And Gordon Deal, what does that say? Heads. No, it says tails. So, <laughs> it's Gordon <laughs> Deal. It is a Lancashire derby. John against Gordon. Let me give Gordon some clay too. Make sure he's not listening in because he would. Terrible cheat of a man. Uh, John, you've got 30 seconds. You're going head to head with Gordon. You can pass. Here's your chance to beat the pundit. You ready? Yes. Who scored Partick Thistle's goal against Hearts last night? Chris Elliott. In what year of the noughties did Falkirk leave Brockville? 2003 Who is Rangers Second top league scorer This season James Tabernay Who did Scotland Women's team beat 4-1 In the Algarve Cup Yesterday Iceland Who did Celtic play On the first day Of the league season Hearts Which former Hamilton manager Joined the club In 2005 From Mansfield Alec Neil. And which current Scottish championship side Made it to the 1969 European Cup Winners Cup semis Hmm Quickly, which current championship club? Dundee United. Right, okay, no, let me bring Gordon Dale back. Gordon, are you with us? Yeah. John was brilliant, by the way. Well, it took a, a minute and a half. Right really now. good. I think I think you're up against it. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Who scored Partick Thistle's goal against Hearts last Elliot. night? What year of the noughties did Falkirk leave Brockville? Five. Who is Rangers' second top league scorer this season? Uh, Arfield. Who did Scotland women's team beat 4-1 in the Algarve Cup yesterday? Iceland Who did Celtic play on the first day of the league season? Hearts Which former Hamilton manager joined the club in 2005 from Mansfield? Pass And which current Scottish Championship club made it to the 1969 European Cup Winners' Cup semis? Dundee United Okay 
John, you've heard the competition. Do you fancy your chances now? Uh, maybe nicked it by a point. See, I told you John was brilliant and you didn't believe me, did you? Yeah, I did. Okay, let's go through them and find out. <laughs> Who scored Partick Thistle's goal in the one-all draw with Hearts? It was Christy Elliott. You both get that right. In what year of the noughties did Falkirk leave Brockville? You just said five. I assume you meant 2005. Yeah. The reason you avoided it is because you don't quite know how to construct that phrase. No, no, 2005 then. You've got previous for this, so uh, it was 2003. Don't tell me, got it. John got it. Oh, ridiculous. <laughs> 2-1. Who is Rangers' second top league scorer this season? Is it Kandes? Who hits the penalty? Oh, Tavernier! John knew it. Oh, yeah, John. <laughs> 3-1 to John and Hamilton. Who did Scotland women's team beat 4-1 in the Algarve Cup yesterday? It was Iceland. You both got it. Oh, no! Four, Get him out of here. 4-2 to John. Who did Celtic play in the first day of the league season? You both said Hearts. Livingston. It's Livingston. So, I'm, I'm just glad John got that So wrong. John is human after all It's still 4-2 Which former Hamilton manager I mean we don't often have Hamilton questions John's a Hamilton fan Mansfield Joined the club in 2005 from Mansfield Alec Neil. It was Alex Neil. John oh. got it Oh see you later John 5-2 to John <laughs> I'm getting whipped here And interestingly enough It doesn't matter You both said the same thing In the last question You said Dundee United It was Dunfermline Which means Gordon I... DL You have been absolutely Battered on Beat the Pundit 5 to John five, two. 2 to Gordon DL What a night this is Well done John Thank you Well I've done get, John Good I've man the, the sign ball and is I'll on its way to Hamilton I'll drop be- the sign ball off I'm going to mother You two better worry that's not an omen for Saturday's derby at Fur Park. No, I don't worry. Uh, listen, Tuesday's just a benefit, a wee fun for Motherwell me. Thursday's a I'm more interested in this because you ah, like you celebrate, you give it you, yeah, you, you, you give it the big man when, when you win. I'm is that the heaviest defeat you've ever suffered and beat the pundit? Yeah, I think so. And uh, I'll guarantee you one thing, I know my phone will go with a few texts coming in. Roger. He's been absolutely I've got smashed. To... Listen, if you're going to lose a goal, lose a goal early, does. Yeah, away from you... home. I was, I'm away from Try home. Try not to you... lose five, though. That's got to be the key. Five, two, you... John. You're quite good. You'll bounce, back... <laughs> you'll bounce back from adversity, does. That's a sore one, I've got to say. Yeah, we pick ourselves up, we go again, we work hard through the week. That's the usual the usual yeah. cliches after a defeat. We can't do anything about that. That's John had his minute and Listen, a half of I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to Roger when he goes on the new Instagram account and does what all the footballers do, disappointed with the result. Fans were different class. Yeah. We go again next week. Make sure you add the, the clapping yeah. emoji next to the fans were different class. That's what all the players do these days. You'll sort it out in the training ground tomorrow. Do you know what? We've never spent so much time because I've just got battered five two and beat the bunny. He oh, loves it. The mushroom will be laughing so hard it wouldn't oh. actually be able to text for five minutes. Nah, he's doing his pancakes. Right, let's move on. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. There are some new rules coming into the game that we love. Going to be at the start of next season So we're going to explain a bit about what they are You tell us what you think, good or bad And then I want your suggestions As to what rule you would introduce If you were the top man IFAB, Roger The guys who make the rules met in Aberdeen Actually at the weekend They did um, A couple of changes Like I say, some are interesting Some are, are not They're not going to revolutionise the game The ones that are standing out, Roger Would be well, Where should we start? If you're a sub And you're getting subbed off You now no longer have to come over To the halfway line You leave the pitch at the, the nearest possible exit That's to speed up play Because you always see it Don't you When the, It's always the right winger Isn't it That mm. comes off all of a sudden Because he's the furthest man away So that's going to be taken out If you score With an accidental handball So it hits your hand And it goes in You didn't mean it 
It now will no longer count So as it stands it would count That's going to change mm-hmm. Attacking players It's become common For them to go and stand In the defensive wall At a free kick Try and put them off Maybe try and nudge them out of the way You're not going to be allowed To do that anymore Managers Will receive red and yellow cards For their conduct On the touchline Have I missed anything? Well, Any I'll other get, highlights? I'll, I'll give the answers For the ones you went through Rubbish Good Rubbish Well, well elaborate good. Remind me of what oh, they were yeah. what's, what's rubbish What's good the, Well the first one About the substitutions Utter nonsense Just get the referee To stop his watch When the player walks off Right The player okay. should come Straight to the dugout We don't want players Particularly at a time When missiles Are being directed At footballers Fraser Wishart And PFA Scotland Put out a strongly worded Statement yesterday Worrying players uh, Players being hurt Or maimed There's bottles come down There's coins come down Players should get to their own dugout as quickly as they possibly can. Yeah, it'd probably be nice if we just taught people not to throw bottles rather than to worry about yeah, that, would it not? That's unfortunately, Am I being Gordon. That's, idealistic? Yes, I would say. This, what was the second one that I said was good? Um, the wall with the strikers? The substitute, she didn't like that no, one. I didn't the like accidental that. handball yes, goals no longer thing. stand. Uh, if a, if it, an accidental handball, that should not be a goal. That's a good thing. The wall thing. Is a piece of nonsense Because <laughs> The attacking team Has got the free kick Because the defending team Has created a foul Therefore The attacking team Should be allowed A little advantage or two And if they want to Stick a player in front of a wall Or behind a wall Or they want to put it To the side of the wall They should be allowed To do so Because the free kick Is to their advantage And what was the last one again? Managers getting yellow and red cards Seems like an easy way of, of clearing it all up You know, the, the, it's, it's symbolic The manager knows if he's on a yellow He, he can't overstep the mark like The same way players do We do this in some competitions down south Is it I think that's right? the Football I've, League already in England Yeah, I seem to remember Nuno Espiro Santo Being sent off in a game in the last season well, for Wolves came into then. Before they were coming off um, it, it doesn't bother me I, I wish they would just concentrate on Far more important things in the game like addressing the hooliganism Like addressing um, education for fans Training for referees um, Technological improvements like mm. VAR and goal line yeah, technology This is bigger Rather, than us though this is, this is IFAB you know, We're not talking about you know, Scottish football These are rules that are coming into the game It's alright for us to say oh, we, you know, we wish we could have different priorities But that's, that's not really what their focus is is it? I'm not sure I mean Gianni Infantino Seemed to end up At the Cove Rangers Game at the weekend The only thing he didn't do Was meet Dave Galloway Well listen We'll get Dave on And, and see what the story is There Gordon Any that you like Any that you don't like Yeah yeah, The handball one I, I like I think that's fair um, I like the f- I'm disagreeing with Roger On the striker in the wall I think that causes A lot of problems with, You know For a referee uh, the, the attacking team Have already got the advantage With the free kick anyway so I would uh, I would say that one's a good one for me. Uh, the coaches and the managers, I'd, I'm with Roger on that as well, I think it's a bit of nonsense. Uh, subs off, um, yeah, I, th- I think it would cause too many problems. A sub for a right winger, for instance, on the far side, having to walk mm-hmm. all the way around. He's still got his strip on, the game's going on. So... Roger's right in that Stop the watch Get him off And play on Listen I knew The creativity on this Would be brilliant Because we're getting All sorts of suggestions And I don't know Where you guys get them from But I like it Bill wants to see When the ball curves out of play But lands back in the field Play should continue He says 
Yeah, don't, don't mind that. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, don't mind that. Uh, Brian Kelly says make the wall stand twelve yards back instead of ten. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't really think why we would change that. But you never know. James McCluskey wants the offside rule changed. There should be clear daylight between the attacker uh, to be offside. So oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Johns and Bailison, what would you change, John? Hi, God. Hi, God. And Roger, how you doing? Hello. Hi, John. Um. Actually, he kind of just mentioned it briefly there. Uh, Roger mentioned it and then Gordon did as well. Is he, he, rather than I would say 90 minutes, right, even if they rounded it down and said like 80 minutes or whatever, but see if the ball goes out of play, stop the clock. And if it means if they're doing a substitution, stop the clock. That way you'll get a game that lasts a certain amount of time. Instead of having all this injury time at the end, you have injury time to put up the board and it will say, say five minutes. Sometimes they play seven, eight minutes. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that one. Yeah, because it's a, John's right, it's a minimum. You know that goes up on the addition. Other sports do it, don't they? I mean, like basketball or whatever. Like, you know, it's, it's a very strict clock that, that yeah, they American to. football. Um, what do you think? I think it would be a good rule. I think it would stop all the nonsense of managers having a go at the the official holding up the board, asking them where he got four or five minutes. Uh, they do add time on for the substitutions. Uh, but it's so simple. Just, just stop. They've got their, their stopwatch here. Stop the mm. watch. And um, then there's no arguments. The game goes And you can't possibly time waste then. I'm struggling, exactly. I'm struggling to see a downside. I always like to look and think, Roger, what would be the, what would be the downside? What would be the opposing argument? Here I'm kind of struggling Can you can you help me? No, no, no I don't think there is an opposing argument it, it, it was strange because There's now getting so much time added on at the end of the game When it was only one minute added on at Pataudry and Sunday It's, for the it's a big Rangers shock game. isn't it? It was an enormous shock thing, One minute But when you actually think about it Rangers didn't use any substitutes I think Aberdeen only used one in the second half I believe the officials are advised to add on 30 seconds For mm-hmm. each substitution to take place So mm-hmm. Kevin Clancy called it absolutely right But it was just a wee bit mm. odd to see it Here's perhaps the problem And I think John did mention it Would you be looking and this, Because this would be seen as a, a, a real major change Would you be then looking at the, the duration of the game Would 90 minutes be too long? You know, would it, would it tie in more with an 80 minute game? Because if you think the, the amount of time players stand Waiting to take a corner kick Waiting to take a throw in Waiting to take a goal kick That, that 90 minutes of action probably Looks more like 100 plus minutes If you know what I mean Yeah um, Having sat through Kilmarnock nil Motherwell nil At the weekend <laughs> You wished it was 15 take, minutes each yeah, way Yeah I would have taken 15 minutes each way Without doubt at that stage um, it, Listen It's an interesting argument as well I, I just think The referees Need to, to You know There's no excuse Under the current rules For the refs Not getting that kind of thing mm-hmm. right You know Legislation to play 30 seconds per sub Stop the watching People are getting treated for injuries And it works itself out John I just I was just going to say that sometimes when you get big games like a, a cup final or something like that, or it's a game that they maybe use a lot of analysis on, you sometimes see that they'll actually put in how long the ball was in play for. Yeah. You tend to get it's like fifty five minutes, sixty minutes, you where did that thirty minutes go? Yeah, some of that does make for Pretty depressing reading that some games, you know, the ball's out of play for almost half the time. Well, anybody that was at Dumbarton and Broth on the weekend, like, like would, you were, yeah, I would say the ball was in play 24 minutes. And, and how much of the wind, and it was nothing to do with the, the skill factor of the players. The wind and the conditions were horrendous, you couldn't keep the ball in the back. How many minutes was it on the grass? 
None <laughs> On the actual rule changes We're asking you to do two things We're asking you to react To the rule changes But also come up with your own suggestions uh, Willie says So subs leaving the field At the nearest point At some grounds Either have to walk past Rival fans Or opponents Technical area Who's going to monitor When the game is in progress So he's picked up a um, A bit of a, a problem On that one What else have we got on Twitter um, Stephen Ray says Substitutions shouldn't be allowed Once the clock hits 90 minutes Haven't they? No, no Because you could have a genuine injury Or anything like that I mean Stephen Trainer Stephen Trainer's wanting even strict You know he wants no subs after 85 minutes No because, no, you, You've got to have your substitutions Because you can have an injury And you know A referee could add 5 minutes onto the game So you're down to 10 men uh, with an, an extra five minutes If it's not after 90 minutes No, I don't believe in that yeah, I actually think things with substitutions are going the other way You know, in a lot of these competitions now In extra time, you can have a fourth substitution yeah. And your clubs are utilising that I think as the years go on You'll see more and more subs allowed During mm. the game and during extra time John is in Proven Mill What's your suggestion, John? Hi, Gordon, Gordon Good uh, Hello Gordon, can I ask uh, Roger a wee quick question before I put my topic on about uh, the rules? Yeah, if you're Gordon, quick. Yeah. A, man of, a man of your knowledge. Uh, John, sorry, uh, Roger. Roger. Go for it, John. Hello. What's a GG? What's a GG? Yes. Uh, 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 I hope you're not asking for any tips for Cheltenham, but as far as I know, it's a horse. Right. What's an EGG? That's an egg. <laughs> well done, my man. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what was your second question What's a what <laughs> Do you know what We don't even have time To try and clear that up oh, right. Let's go John Seriously <laughs> The first thing I'll do tonight When I get in the house John Is use that Don't you worry uh, <laughs> Right anyway My point is Gordon I think we should bring The serious in bin in Because This is a bit of descent Guys are on a yellow And they'll get a wee bit of descent And they'll get a wee bit I would, I would, I would bring in the, the sin bin. Like, it's a bad uh, cheat to the ref. Now, there you go. 15 or 10 minutes in the sin bin. It, has a, it takes effect on the, the team and all that. So, you're, 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 uh, the rest of your team will be like, look, none of us can run, you're in the sin bin. I think the sin bin's a great rule. What do you think of that, Roger? I know you like your rugby. Is it something we could incorporate? Um, possible. I, you know, I think it, it has worked in rugby since they brought it in It's not that old many years since they brought it into Rugby Union You see it now in the Six Nations, you see it in the Pro 14 And it can have a big impact on games The problem with implementing it in football is For what offences would you go into the sin bin? Do you go in for a yellow card offence? Do you go in for a red card offence for a period of time And then be allowed back on? Uh, you know, it would be a very difficult one to decide on the structure mm. of the sin bin before you implement it. I, think I was going to bring John back in. He's disappeared. He's away to make his omelet for dinner. Oh. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I hope it's not a horse omelet. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We're going to take more of your suggestions, and we've got a good full time teaser coming up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I was just thinking, Gordon, it's um, it Pancake Tuesday. Is that is that the type of thing that you pay much attention to? No, never, Gordon. No, no, I'm I'm in training just now, so I don't. No, no, won't never. be won't be getting up the road to toss a few pancakes or anything like that. No. Certainly not, no. Oh, okay. uh, maybe Roger, but not me. 
Uh, Roger's wife's already been in touch to tell him nothing to do with that, by the way. Uh, just don't use the egg joke when he gets in because no, she's, she's already been, heard she's it. Been listening to the show and she's heard it. Unbelievable. <laughs> on a serious note, what about this for a gesture? Um, a couple of us from the office were down at Stacking Still, a pancake mm-hmm. place in, in Glasgow City Centre today because, on what I would imagine, is one of their busiest days of the year. They've given every single penny to cash for kids. Oftentimes. You should have seen the place. Absolutely rammed. Uh, the owner was telling me that they're set to shift about 3,000 pancakes in one day. Every penny going to cash for That's kids. That's terrific. A real generous gesture. Well done. To Happy them. with that. Well done to the guys. Did Still... you have a pancake today? What? Oh, had a few. <laughs> Still going. You, you, you notice though, Daz, you didn't tell us about it until the shop was shut. Exactly. It's not shut. That's the thing. Still, oh. go, still going strong. Oh, you can go it? there on your way home. Yeah. Oh. All right. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's get the teaser up and running quickly. Um, where's my bad paper? Right. Okay. I do need to check who sent this one in. They'll get their shout out in a minute. Don't worry about that. In the time since Celtic began their quest for 10 in a row 12 players have scored only one league goal In that time for the club Can you name them? So that's the question It's been sent into fulltime at Clyde1.com That's where you can send your questions if you want to get involved In the time time since Celtic began their quest for 10 in a row 12 players have scored only one league goal In that time for the club Can you name them? Is anyone still playing Gordon? Why would I tell you that right oh, now? I don't think you need a clue at the moment. Give us a clue like that. Come on. Oh, I'll tell you who. Will you? Yeah. After your effort to beat the pundit, I'm Is not that? too sure. Who? See it. He's scared that he can't pronounce it properly. That's why that, I want him to say it. It was actually Sviet, fine. Sviachenko. Eric. Yes. Big defender. Yeah. Yeah, he's one. Get in there. Beautiful dad. 42 appearances, one league goal. Go for centre backs. That's what I'm looking at. Benkovic. Nope. Boyata. He scored man one, isn't he? Jack Henry. Nope. Mm. Anthony Ralston. Yes. <sighs> Here's one for you. Rami Gershon. Ah, come on. Cut Stop man. it. Showing off. Rami Gershon. Okay, Eric Fiachenko, Anthony Ralston, and Rami Gershon. You've got three of 12. Let me just check my. Uh, oh, my goodness. This poor man is going to be. My, my, my emails have just died I can't give him a sh- I think it was Dylan I think Dylan sent the question in Full time at Clyde1.com Well done Dylan if you did Apologies if you're not Dylan And you're shouting at the radio Because your question Just got read out We're asking you What you make of these Rule changes That are coming into the game Accidental handball goals No longer count Managers to get Yellow and red cards Subs can leave the field at The nearest exit They don't have to come over To the halfway line um, Attacking players Can no longer stand in the wall at a free kick What do you think of those? What would your suggestions be? Phil's in Crookston Hi Phil Hi guys Great show as usual Just a, a follow on from uh, What your other caller was saying there About maybe the ball in play For 65 minutes or whatever When the fans and everybody else Is feeling as if they're getting cheated Because the game's constantly getting stopped What I would have liked to see introduced Is what they do in, in rugby If a player's injured Or apparently injured Let the trainer or physio come on Let the game flow round about them Rest assured, if he's not seriously injured, the manager's going to be screaming at him, screaming at the physio, get him on his feet, get him into the game. Certainly, you've got to give the ref some discretion. That if it's a head knock or it is an obviously seriously uh, injury, the referee can have the discretion to stop the game. But otherwise, referee calls the physio on, the game goes on round about them, because you'll see a lot of them that stop the time wasting. Just see what your thoughts on that, guys. What happens, Phil, if the player's injured in the opposition box then? You've got, fi- you've got a physio in the box yep. Keep it going if the, players, if the attacking players 
yeah, I, I thought about that. The attacking players, they need to play around about him or shoot because he's in the ground anyway. The physio is going to be kneeling down around about him. Mm-hmm. Then it hits the physio in the head and goes in the top corner. Is it a goal? Well, when Darren Bain hit it and had the beach ball and then it was a goal. Yeah, I was, well, maybe I wouldn't allow a goal for that. Maybe the referee, the chances of that happening are pretty slim. Mm. Yeah. So, some uh, of the rules are really odd, Philip. It was actually um, Watford Leicester at the weekend, Brendan Rodgers' first game. There was an early clash, and it was a Watford goalkeeper, Ben Foster, and one of the Leicester outfield players, both laid out, both requiring treatment. And when the two of them got up, Leicester's outfield player, I can't remember who it was, had to leave the field and come back on. But because Ben Foster's a goalkeeper, that rule doesn't apply to goalkeepers. Yep. So Watford, for a, just a few seconds in the game, <laughs> yeah. had a one-man advantage. It's and bizarre. none of them were booked, I assume, because if you're booked for a ta- you know, if, if the if the no, tackle, there, was, there was no booking. Yeah. There was no, it wasn't a foul. That, it was just a collision. That changed recently, didn't it? That if you get if there's a yellow card given for the foul and the player gets treatment, they no longer have to go off. Go off yeah. yeah. Um, I, I suppose Gordon. I know what you're saying, Rod. Um, Gordon saying Roger about you know play going on round about him. I suppose Phil's only defence has to be it happens in rugby that, that, that's that's what Phil's basic point is is it workable? Yeah well listen if they want to do it it's workable if you can work it in rugby you can work it in football as well I would think um, rules are changing I think I've to justify their existence Gordon like to have a meeting every year and like to change a couple of rules so maybe this is something they will look at in the future with these guys you could rule nothing out well I would say a few people are, are sort of tweeting in asking about the change in the rule that rebounds from penalties no longer exist that was I think what they call in modern terminology Roger fake news or it was a it was a wrongly reported and that's where a lot of the confusion is coming from. So that's not actually a rule. As far as I understand it, that's that, not a rule that's going to kick in. Dad says he wasn't getting worked up about it because he never missed a penalty. So rebounds didn't come into <laughs> missed, it. Missed one. <laughs> one. Theo Snelders. I'll never forget it. What a save. What <laughs> oh, a, I still don't know how he got to it Thursday. 01419511025. Uh, I'm seeing loads coming in on Twitter. Home team doesn't get a point in a 0 0 draw. Uh, David Hutton wants to do away with players being cup tied and also. The bookings for players celebrating with their fans um, What we got Gary G's on though He's not having this stop the clock thing Because he says the average game in the NFL Takes 3 hours and 12 minutes to play a 60 minute game I don't think they could stop and start every time the ball's out That's very different though isn't it Roger Because we don't have We don't need to stop for, for plays And for offence and defensive changeover So that wouldn't it wouldn't you take sick, You sounded like Steve Hansen In Red Zone On a Sunday night there For a minute The way you were getting Into the jargon I know, I know you're a big fan <laughs> Listen It works for NFL I don't think it would work here It's always been that way Yeah for but it wouldn't NFL. take us Three hours, twelve minutes You know we'd, No we'd, we'd, We wouldn't have The same mm. amount of stoppages Nowhere near it No of course we wouldn't But I think Broadcasters People who put money Into the game Probably wouldn't Be in favour of it Because he, there's an uncertainty as to when games would finish, when first halves would finish, how long programmes would have to last. We could be here, you know, doing a, a Clyde Super scoreboard from 12 to 6, and there's still games taking place at 5 past 6. What's not to like about that? Um, Jimmy's on. I wonder if this, is a, if this is sparked by recent news. He says, manager transfer windows. Players can't transfer, it disrupts the club, but the manager can and do the exact same, Jimmy says. Hmm. Silence from you two, what does that mean? Good silence, bad silence? Silence because I wasn't really listening I'm, to I'm, 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 I'm just annoyed I said that to you 10 to 6 before we came on there Did you? Oh sorry well, Maybe uh, it was Dan's It was you said it too Well he wouldn't be listening to you either No by he all was no, no he's maybe making it to you Willie's a Rangers fan in Aloha Hi Willie Hi there good evening guys Hi Willie You got a suggestion for us? 
it's I it might be a bit of madness to be honest with you. Oh, I like madness. Uh, it might be. It's <laughs> something I've been thinking about since uh, for a good a good long time now. Um, ever since I sat at Ibrox on a stone cold December night and watched the team drawn by the likes of uh, Hamilton or Allah way back in the day. Um, I would love to do away with draws completely, um, pure and simply because football is an entertaining game. And I think uh, the fans would appreciate more, especially for the weird teams coming to the likes of Celtic Park or, or Pataudry. I think weird teams, if they do manage to get a draw against the big guns, then they've got a chance of maybe taking penalties at the end of the game, then at the end of the 90 minutes, and potentially winning the game. And yeah. they're going to draws. I know it's a, I know it's a kind of long shot and a bit madness, but I just want to, want to, know, I want to know what but, you guys thought about that. Yeah, I can understand your thought there, but the only thing I would say about that is the smaller teams, as you say, going to places like Celtic Rangers if you work for nine to odd minutes and you get a, a draw you get a valuable point and it feels like a win and it feels like a win and then you go and lose it in penalty <laughs> kicks um, I know it'd be exciting for fans but I don't think that would work Willie would that be a stumbling block? Uh, I um, sort of if, uh, I'm only speaking to experience of me like the likes of Rangers going to Celtic Park and the draw it would be nice to see if we could get one up on them like but um, no, stopped, just anything, anything they, in general. They stopped doing it in a lot of the rounds of the FA Cup down south, Willie, and there's definitely pros and cons to it. In, in the last round there in England, remember Manchester City were away at Newport County? And I think they won the game 4 1 on the Saturday night. But there were people talking before, in the unlikely event, say Newport had mm-hmm. held out for a 0 0 draw, they could have gone back to the Etihad for a replay, they could have made enough money to keep themselves going for yeah. five years, but they wouldn't have got mm. the replay because they would have gone to penalty kicks. Um, I mean, we have. We have Similar in the League Cup The group stages We don't we do not do draws do we We go straight to penalties In the League Cup With the Betfred Cup Group stages early on um, you know, what, what about that About cup, cup replays They do do it in England Is that something We should be looking at I'm thinking this week I don't know Do we need to see Rangers and Aberdeen again should I get early on In the Cup Because you don't want To deny a small team The money spinner The chance of a replay Once it gets to Quarter final stage Do we need Cup well, replays it, It's strange I, I wrote a piece In the Scottish Sun On Saturday And was looking back Many many years Only Hugh Keevans Will remember this Partick Thistle's Only Scottish Cup win Was in 1921 And they played 11 ties Gordon I Don't remember in, Including three Second replays They had a second replay In the third round A second replay In the quarter finals And a second replay in the semi-finals Can you imagine the SFA Trying to squeeze all these fixtures Into so the, you in the for, model Are you in favour of Just going straight to penalties Roger And getting the tie finished I don't, no, I don't, even, I, I even don't mind time. I don't mind a re, One replay In the Scottish Cup mm-hmm. uh, Maybe not even in the League Cup I think the League Cup Goes straight to penalties Now doesn't it Anyway um, I think what we've got now is just about right because it is a congested fixture schedule, particularly with the winter break. Um, managers bang on about having to play eight, nine, ten games in December. Um, they certainly wouldn't want to be playing eight, nine, ten games in the months of you know March and April as well. Uh, Willie, what do you think? Cup replays? Aye, cup replays. I do agree with you, honestly, because like you said, it does generate money for the weird teams. Um, I was actually. Obviously, talking to, to Gordon here, I was actually um, uh, a big part of Jimmy Nichols' life uh, with Wraith Rovers. I never missed a home game with him, so whenever you guys with Wraith Rovers drew the big guns, then I was there for all of that. So that was exciting at Starts Park. Yeah, um, I was so player while he won You were, <laughs> especially ahead of you the You must have been off your feet celebrating so many times with the goals I scored. <laughs> 
Jimmy, Jimmy Stolton this day reminds me about the 30 yard that he scored against Airbrick, although his wife said it was 22 a bit. Good player, Jimmy Nickel, I've got to say. Thank you to Willie On the line from Alloa He's a Rangers fan But clearly he's got the, the Wraith Rovers connection mm-hmm. Last thing this show needs Is somebody coming on To tell you how good you were To be honest well, um, yeah. and that, That's your job <laughs> Certainly not to beat the pundit tonight <laughs> Mr M though I, I assume has been following you around Today uh, uh. Because he says Tell DL The only pancakes he's used to Are the ones he leaves On Wisher Fairways With all your divots I was fantastic today Were you? Yeah fantastic Gave Big Marco a doing Right okay If you say so Mr M's clearly He thinks He thinks different No 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 I was very good Uh, Brian wants 10 minute sin bins For bookings Wow You're a hard man to please Brian that would be That would be tough Uh, David Ferguson What does he want to do Do away with Cup draws Like the World Cup Or the Euros Where you know your potential Route to the final already It's quite Um Quite out there I don't mind that Okay Keep your suggestions coming 01419511025 uh, Tonight's question Was sent in by Dylan Thanks for the question Full time at Clyde1.com Get yours in In the time since Celtic Began their quest For 10 in a row 12 players have scored Only one League goal In that time Eric Sviachenko Anthony Ralston And Rami Gershon Which have somehow got already How about Jack Aitchison? How about Jack Aitchison? Yes. yes You should remember that Gordon Yeah I was there Against your beloved Yeah Do you know I was in honeymoon When that went in And what, what was this Was it seven or something At that point yeah, <laughs> Phone off Yeah, yeah Chuck the phone Seven breakaways Back Gordon. to the beach Horrible We were all over him Tell me Is it the lad that came up From Manchester United And loan Was it Blackett Oh it... Tyler Blackett Yeah No, no. Okay um, Tom- La- Thomas Rogney Or what do you call him Who's feeding you This information Oh beautiful I've just guys. come out I've just got beautiful. Yes Thomas Ronya Alright, we'll get the rest of the answers next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years To the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Thiel are here They're arguing over this teaser during the break Dylan sent it in In the time since Celtic began their quest for 10 in a row 12 players have scored only one league goal in that time for the club Guys like Eric Sviachenko Thomas Ronya, Anthony Ralston, Rami Gershon, Jack Aitchison. Oh, he's away. Go for it. No, I've got a wrong one, but I've, at least I've got the, the name. Right, shout it. Gamboa. No. No, but I'm saying that's what we're talking about. Oh, right. oh. Fisher. Well, Darnell Fisher, no. Oh. <laughs> right, I've, I've got a list here. I'm going to batter through it quickly. Go, Go. for it. Colin Kazim Richards. Yes. Go, Roger. Go, son. Carrollton Cole. Nope. Here's one. Pavel Brozek. Nope. Mm. Morton Rasmussen Nope Now he was mentioned When Daz and the Mushroom had a teaser Played in Neil Lennon's last game Twardzik No Oh How yep. many how The many, other Twardzik <laughs> No How many I wouldn't do that to you What about Paul Slane Nope How many's Timothy Weir scored He's not one You've got six You're halfway there mm. Rabbi Ibrahim Nope Dirk Burichter Yes Didn't see much of him Forgot Scored one league goal Now there's some Oh I know who you were talking about by the way yeah. Adam Matthews No No <sighs> The we... only clue I'll give you just now no. it's, it's time for one clue I think Okay There is one still at the club Okay though Johnny Hayes Yes Alright That's you got one, two, three, four <laughs> To get plenty of time to get them um, On this Rangers day Is on Twitter And Roger the Dodger Has brought it to my attention 1983 5th of March yeah. What were you doing? Can you remember? 
<laughs> I can't remember what I was doing last Saturday. That's different. At the minute, it's ten to eleven. You're getting married. Was it? No, I, no, I there's a good married. chance that was the right answer. But yeah, no. I never got married, March. No. What was no. your month of choice? Um, I liked June. Yeah. 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 Christmas one as well. Did you not? Oh, I've, I, I've done a couple of Christmas ones. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> apparently you were leveling things up as Rangers drew one all with Hibs at Ibrox. There we go Boring fact for you Can you remember it? No Absolutely not Not at all? Not at all You don't remember scoring against no. Hibs at Ibrox? In a no Genuinely? Genuinely I do not remember it No What's wrong with you? Lots is the answer Let's speak to Alex and Cambus Lang What's your suggestion for us Alex? I've got a couple I'd like to see if a player sent off For violent conduct That he misses the next game But he should also miss the next game Against that team It's a double punishment and I'd also like to see when bye kicks are taken and the players encroach in the box and pass it back to the keeper, you get to take it again. I would really like to see that given as a direct or an indirect free kick. Okay, first one, Alex. I say the same thing to everyone who brings this up. What do you do if the one of the teams gets relegated or the player leaves and he never meets that team again? Well, that that can happen. That can happen. You'd still and go along with it. Have to take that, but there's no punishment for someone who's sent off in and for you know in the last few minutes of a game. And that's it he, he appears against that team The next time they play And I think I think it's one that would Easily be implemented Yeah if he misses If he never plays the team again That can happen mm, I don't agree with that one I, I like your second point um, If a player walks into the box And uh, mm-hmm. you know an, an indirect free kick Should be given But I, I'm not going with the first one I'm being a bit ridiculous now Alex What if The It's not because the player leaves It's for instance That one of the teams Gets relegated right So I don't know It's Hamilton You catch him in the cup Right okay what, what, And again I, I appreciate I'm stretching this What if there's Three years before the next meeting Do they still miss that game When it yeah, comes around Absolutely Yeah Yeah Roger. And it's not being ridiculous It's, it's You know he should be punished But he has been punished He's been sent off He misses the next game He, miss, he misses the next game Yeah so so that's, that's a punishment On it's own Was there not one of the lads Who played For Valencia well, he didn't play for Valencia in the first leg against Celtic Because he was serving a European ban That he had incurred playing with his previous club in a previous season Now I'm not sure whether they're getting back a year or two years or three years I think one of the Valencia players missed that first yeah, but, leg But that would just be a European ban And that's why it still exists in that competition Alex is you know, saying if... It could carry, carry forward Regardless if, if he waits five years and he ha- he's happens to come up again, I know that's ridiculous as well, but he comes up against mm. the same team, he should miss it. I would love that. Can you imagine the outrage eventually it comes round and you go, oh, oh hold on a minute, three five years ago, ago <laughs> you were sent off, you're going to have to sit this one out. Listen, how, how you going, my friend? no suggestion is off the table tonight, Alex. Yeah. I'm happy with any of them. 01419511025, still time to get them in. Any more on the teaser? What right, about what? Aya? No. Um, Kowasi? No Ooh, Amido Baldi No Miku No uh, I'm thinking Tony Watt No He had two in his debut Of course he did Lassad No This is hard Mo Bangura <laughs> Nope mm. Koki Mizuno No Sorry Keep guessing Right we're on Twitter at Clyde SSB And we're talking about the rule changes um, The suggestions Homer is on and he says Apparently in a Cardiff game recently They wasted Eight minutes taking throw-ins Stop players blocking the ball When taking a quick free kick By moving the ball forward five yards And an automatic booking for players Who go through an attacking player After they hit a shot A couple of suggestions there from Homer Any of them doing it for you? 
just, you're not even listening are you? You're too busy doing the question Well no, I, You I, will I, give us these difficult questions Yeah I know But we have to try and Separate Roger Hanna You, you get them It's your own fault You, you get them easily So Need to come up with no, something no, 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 no. Kieran's got a good few on Twitter I like Kieran's <laughs> Thoughts If you, if you um, fancy tweeting me Kieran You know where to get me Ped has got What about uh, Kelvin Wilson? Two of them, no yeah. oh, I'm back to dance thinking about defenders Glenn Leuvens Yes Ah, now you're talking Roger And his sidekick I think he's got more than one Daniel Mastonovic No nah. yeah. Three to go Brian's in Coatbridge Hi Brian uh, hello guys, nice to talk to you. Hi Brian. Um, I, I've got a point about the offside rule. I, I can't stand the fact that people's big toes can make them offside, etc. So I think that rule should be changed. I think we'd see a lot of more goals in the game. Now my idea would be to, okay, you've still got your halfway line, which is always going to remain as the initial off, offside line. But again, I would draw one at 36 yards. So that if anybody passed the ball, the, the attacking team passed the ball when they were inside that 36-yard line, no player can be offside. They've done something that similar, Roger. Was it a driver a cup? Yeah. Ye- years back. Yeah, they really? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I can remember that. What, like, a, like an offside zone yeah, rather than yeah, another lane. I don't lane. know how far it was. Ah, it was thirty or thirty-five yards. yards. I think that's, and yeah. then you, you could play from there, which what uh, mm. a bit excitement you've got to say. But listen, just a, no one really cares what I think. But a, a personal bugbear. I tend to agree with Brian Roger. It's, it's a bit frustrating nowadays, especially with VAR, the microscopic detail that you're supposed to assess an offside decision on and you know can you know you can only with parts of the body you can score and as Brian says if you look yep I think his toes just off that's never what the offside rule was meant to achieve it was meant no. to stop people goal hanging or whatever you call it you know if it was in my day Gordon I wouldn't have scored 200 plus I'd have been offside every two minutes with this nose no. <laughs> I suppose you can technically score with that do, do you know what I mean by that Roger it's supposed to stop players gaining a, a serious yeah, advantage and there was a while there the offside rule included a line that said you know um, any Dubai t- the attacking team gets the yeah. you know gets the benefit of the doubt. It doesn't make sense, does it? And it doesn't really make sense. And you look, you you watch the Tottenham Arsenal game and and Saturday lunchtime, Harry Kane wins a penalty for a, a shove in the box. No, it was a penalty, but he was offside when the ball was being played into the box. They've missed the offside. They've seen the foul. Mm-hmm. Kane scores the penalty, and rather than been a defensive free kick to Arsenal, they're suddenly one-one. <laughs> yeah, and so the, but there's a complication on that one as well. Is was he offside? Because was he close enough to challenging for the ball? Because if he was, you know, standing in an offside position yep. is not a crime. Yep. It's, it's not breaking the rule, but you know, touching the ball once you are is so. It's, it's a minefield. Was he interfering with play? Yeah, I don't know. We've not got. Enough, I don't think we've got enough time left to answer these mm. questions, do we? I'm not no. sure we've got enough time left to answer the teaser. Ch- oh, Chaduri. Yes. yes, that's what I was. That's the one. Great song about him, wasn't it? Like that, Chaduri. Yep. Hey, what about the lad Berget? Joe Inga Joe Inga Berget Nah I'm afraid nah, not More goals than that I was just thinking the start If it's the start of It all Let me read the question then. One more time For people who are just I don't know where you've been But if you're looking for A bit of clarity In the time since Celtic Began their quest for 10 in a row 12 players Have scored only one League goal In that time for the club They're doing well They've got Sviachenko Ronya Hayes Boritka Chaduri, Colin Kazim Richards, Leuven's Ralston, Gershon, which was a real tough one, 
and Aitchison Remember it up at Inverness he scored the goal yeah, Yep I do remember it as oh, well What about Niall McGinn? No You've got two to get Gordon are you, are you bringing anything to the I'm table? I'm bringing absolutely you? nothing to I've had a bad night in the quizzes oh, And you got Thomas Ronyon you Your beat the pundit was horrific It wasn't that good Gordon mm. I must admit Yeah it was But I'll be back Thursday I'll bounce in here on Thursday and no, no more current players is that what no, you're no, no 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 All previous players Mm-hmm. Johnny Hayes I think was the only one well, Jack Aitchison's still there, of course, Anthony yeah. Ralston, but once I gave you the clue. Roger, I'm sorry. I'm glad that tune's playing. <laughs> and you know what? I can't even look these guys up for a bit of clarity because. You don't know? Because my phone's dead, and sometimes I like to use that for. Oh, so we're not going to know the answers? No, no, of course we will. Keep guessing. Keep guessing. I'm trying to think. No, goal, no goalies have scored with anything daft, does, have they? Oh, a goalkeeper? No. Penalty kick? No. I think one was, I'm going off my memory here. I think one was against Motherwell. No? No. He's Bosnian. He's Bosnian? Mm -hmm. Semunovic? No. Is he Croatian? He played for, even his other clubs won't give it away. Came from Malmo. Barudin Atajic Oh yeah, 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 yeah There we go My pronunciation off And the last one I'm going to have to give you You're out of time El Kaduri Thank you oh, Roger I And Gordon no Callum game. Gallagher's up next We're back tomorrow At 6 o'clock Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompson's.com